You're listening to Game In's podcast, G-Pod News. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. On this special three-part series, we go over sexual identity, sexual orientation, and sexual gender, as well as their relationship to one another. We get into the different ways to help identify your sexual identity and make sure others understand the fluidity of sexual identity. Of course, all this information and more will be available on my co-written book, Sex in the Modern World, a look at sexual identity, sexual activity, and relationship identity in the modern world. That will be available next summer. So sit back and relax, and let's go on a journey of understanding our own sexual identity and becoming more supportive of others. Welcome to episode one of this three-part series on sexual identity. Of course, I'm Michael Roberts. On this episode, we will be looking into biological gender versus gender identity and how it correlates with your sexual identity. Now, throughout this series, there will be exercises for you to determine your sexual identity, sexual gender, and your relationship gender, and your sexual orientation. Now, this all comes out of my book um, that I co-wrote, Sex in the Modern World, a look at sexual identity, sexual activity, and relationship identity in the modern world. Now, this book actually has more than just understanding your sexual identity. It has everything with, you know, relationship um, um, goals and, you know, just understanding what you like and dislike about sex, period. Um... Of course, there's going to be a whole bunch of, you know, how-tos and, you know, what's new in the world, how to, you know, talk to your partner if you want a partner, and basically how to um, better understand not only your sexual identity, but understand the other's sexual identity and, you know, how um, we can stop bias on, you know, uh, different gender identities. So, again, before we begin, this three-part series is all about understanding sexual identity by understanding and determining our own gender identity, sexual orientation identity, and relationship identity. These three things may be different, but they all come together to create your sexual identity. Now... This, uh, this specific episode is on biological gender versus gender identity, why we need to know biological gender versus gender identity. Um, throughout time, human, humans have tried to understand gender and its roles they play in society. Anthropologists and psychologists have been at a crossroads about the subject for years. However, we are just coming uh, to a time where we as humans understand that biological gender does not matter as much as a person's gender identity. Um, before we understand our own gender identity, we will need to know the five biological genders as well as know the 18 plus gender identities that you can have. It's kind of a lot, 18. Um... Although biological gender is important to understand and vital in some medical cases, biological gender in societies and social settings does not 
matter anymore. Uh, we have begun to understand uh, an individual cannot be put into a specific category because we are all different. Um, we all have different likes and dislikes from, you know, different colors to the way we wear our hair. So gender should not be put in such a specific category. Biological gender is the gender you are born with. This consists of five specific biological genders, including male, female, hermaphrodite, female pseudo-hermaphrodite, and male pseudo-hermaphrodite. These gender categories are used for medical reasons, and we are now seeing that anthropologists and most psychologists are moving away from using them in determining their patient or subject's culture or capabilities. Now, I don't, I'm not going to get into why we still need to know this for medical purpose, purposes. Again, there's only a handful of reasons why we need to know this. But mostly medical professionals are going to be the ones that, that, that need to know this. And in my book, you'll see why psychologists shouldn't, you know, be using um, someone's biological gender in determining um, their patient's needs or how to fix a patient or whether the patient they think that their patient is being more violent because, you know, they might have been a biological male and now they are uh, identifying as a female. That kind of doesn't relate anymore because of the fact that there's so many new ways to um, to basically um, um, analyze a person. And there's a whole bunch of underlying ways why someone could be more violent or more emotional besides, you know, hormone levels, which that practice of determining, you know, why someone's more violent is kind of being pushed out to the side by psychologists, which is good. Um, in the anthropology field, we've been trying to, you know, get psychologists to not push, you know, these things due to someone's hormonal level and instead look at, you know, their past and um, look at, you know, what has happened to that individual personally. That should determine know what causes may cause whatever issue but I digress again even though biological gender is not important let's look at each biological gender and its definition to see how it compares and contrasts with gender identity now let's let's start off with male okay the definition of male is someone that biologically has testes only a female is someone that biologically has ovaries only. Hermaphrodite is someone that biologically has testes and ovaries. A male pseudo-hermaphrodite is an individual who has testes and some female genitalia but lack ovaries. A female pseudo-hermaphrodite is someone that has ovaries and some male genitalia but lacks testes. Now, again, this is all important, so we understand that when it comes to um, our biological uh, gender, there is five. I think a lot of people think that there is only three, but there is five. Um, and again, this is only important for, for medical purposes. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to go over the tons, of 18 uh, gender identities that you may have. It's going to be very important that you listen and pay attention because there will be an exercise after that. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to this first episode of this three-part series. Uh, this episode is all about uh, biological gender versus gender identity. So before we can go into coming up with our own gender identity and doing a little exercise to try to come up with our gender identity, we must know the 18 different genders. This includes male, female, hermaphrodite, male pseudo-hermaphrodite, female pseudo-hermaphrodite, trans man, trans woman, agender, androgyny, bigender, cisgender, femme, gender nonconforming, gender fluid, gender queer, gender variant, third gender, and non-binary. Now, be advised that with gender identity, male and female definitions are different from biological gender. Also know pseudonames and definitions are being added constantly, so you may not feel you fit with any of these gender identities, and that's totally okay. You're not alone. But just listen to every uh, uh, definition of these 18 different gender identities. This will help you understand the people around you and how other people can have different gender identities. So let's get into the definition. Now, remember, male and female definition does is different than the biological definition. For the gender identity definition of male, it is an individual that is biologically a man or, or identifies as a man. The female definition is an individual that is biologically a woman or identifies as a woman. Hermaphrodite um, is an outdated medical uh, or academic term previously used to refer to someone who was born with some combination of the biological male and female anatomy. Male pseudohermaphrodite is the same thing. It's an outdated word for an individual who has testes and some female genitalia but lacks ovaries. Female pseudohermaphrodite is the same thing. It's an outdated term for someone that has ovaries and some male genitalia but lack testes. Trans man is a biological female that has become, is becoming, or wants to become a man using medical transformation. Trans woman is a biological male that has become, is becoming, or wants to become a woman using medical transformation. Agender is a person with no connection to the tr traditional system of gender, someone who sees themselves existing outside of gender. Androgyny are a, a gender expression that has uh, elements of both masculinity and femininity. Um, basically, it describes a person with both male and female anatomy, just like um, hermaphrodite. This could be a hermaphrodite. This could also be a male pseudo-hermaphrodite or a female pseudo-hermaphrodite. Bigender, or an individual who fluctuates between traditional male and our man and woman gender-based behaviors and identities. Um, they identify with male and female genders or identify with a man or a woman as well as a third different gender. Cisgenders are an individual who identifies with their assigned gender at birth or biological gender, 
like a, a biological man that identifies as a man or a biological woman that identifies as a woman. Femme are an individual who identifies themselves as feminine, whether it be physically, mentally, or emotionally. Um, now, this term is often used to refer to a feminine um, a queer woman. However, this can also um, relate to a man that now relates himself to a woman. He is now femme. Gender non-conforming are an individual that has a non-traditional gender ex- uh, expressions or identities. A person who identifies outside of the gender binary. Um, now, this is often uh, abbreviated GNC. Gender fluid, and whether you put the word together or not, is an individual whose gender changes from time to time. This may be days, months, or even years. However, this individual does not have a specific gender throughout time. He might, or she might, or they might um, be one gender and then transfer from month to month, from day to day, from year to year. Gender queer or a gender identify uh, identity often used by individuals who do not identify with the binary of man or woman a term that can describe many genders that are non-conforming or non-binary gender variant are an individual who either by nature or by choice does not uh, conform to gender-based expectations of society transgender, transsexual, intersex, genderqueer, cross-dresser, etc. Third gender is an individual who does not identify with either man or woman, but identifies with another gender. And then we get to non-binary, which um, also known as genderqueer, some other names, is a um, spectrum of gender identity that are not exclusively masculine or feminine, um, ident- uh, identities that are outside the gender binary. Now, as I was reading this, you're probably thinking, well, some of those sound very alike, and that is very true. However, by having different names for something that sounds pretty close gives you a variant on what you choose to, you know, call your own sexual identity. So now let's get to an exercise. We know some of these, and if you have to like go back and like you know, write them down or something, um, you know that the the eighteen different uh, uh, gender identities that are available. So now that we know what uh, different genders are available for us to identify as, let's think about all eighteen and come up with the closest one we match with. Now, if you already think you know your gender identity, try using this exercise to see if you identify with another gender identity. For example, I identify as a man, but if I were to take out the male gender identity, what would I identify as? Take some time. Now, this whole exercise is to get you to think for yourself when it comes to knowing yourself 
and your sexual gender identity. Again, it's kind of better to do everything in your head because you don't have outside influences. Um, That's one thing that as humans, everyone tends to do, whether you say that you're open and honest or not. Even those that say that they are might be intimidated or scared to actually, you know, do this in a group where they're talking or discussing because they're afraid to either A, let someone down, or B, there's outside influences where, you know what, this person identifies this way and I'm, you know, they're saying that I'm this person, so I have to identify that way. Whereas when we're thinking by by ourselves, we can actually logically go through facts of, you know, ourselves to come up with this identity um, conclusion. Now, just know that this is only the start of your sexual identity. This is only have to do with your gender identity and understand that there's going to be correlations um, with relationship identity as well as uh, sexual orientation. So keep this in mind. If you think that you know your sexual identity as of now or you're still kind of on the on the spot about it, you can listen to this podcast again or just listen to the sections that list all the you know, 18 sexual identities that you can have and come up with one that you really do relate to or come up with two or three and then slowly progress through the series to see exactly what one you are. Um, If you have any questions or you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, our um, handle is at Gaymans Podcast. I think it's called Handle. I don't fucking know. Um, you can also go to gaypodcast.com. That's G A Y P O D C A S T S.com to find out all of our social pages as well as uh, social media pages, as well as, you know, you can write us, ask us questions. You can be anonymous. You can, you know, say, hey, I just want to talk to Mike. Everything goes to every everyone, but I will. You know, if you specifically say, let me talk to Mike, then I will make sure that, you know, I directly email email you. Um, if you want to phone in your questions or anything, you can go ahead and call 949-783-8514, extension 4. Or you can text your questions to 949-783-8514, standard text message rates to apply. Again, if you want to talk to me, then you can either A, ask for me directly or if you want a text message go ahead and text that number and you know just say that you want to talk to mike and then i will um respond and then text you with my own personal um information so you can directly contact me if you need help you know um or have any other questions or concerns you know with uh either this subject or or anything Um, So that's going to be it for the first part of the series. The next part is going to be um, sexual orientation and understanding your sexual orientation and how it differs from person to person, as well as an exercise to determine your sexual orientation and to better understand other people's sexual orientation. Thanks for listening.